and gentlemen, boys and girls, congratulations. You're here. You're home. The only place you need to be for the next hour is with your boy right here. Big game, Bob on the Brilliant Dumb show doing what we do. It's interview day today and um, a special day for the Brilliant Dumb show. First NFL player to come on to the Brilliant Dumb show. We have Christian Kirk from the Arizona Cardinals. Um, uh, he's coming on in just a bit here. I, I think the goal here, stay away from the X's and O's, okay? Football season's coming up. Everybody's excited. It's got this big buildup to it. It always does every year. But I, in a way, I know this sounds kind of nuts, but I find that on Sundays, it is so great, the buildup to an NFL day to an NFL Sunday. I like to go out to breakfast in the morning, get a good omelet, the build-up to the games. You got your fantasy teams going. You got bets going down. It's a beautiful thing, and it's a beautiful time to where, in a way, I almost feel bad for NFL players for not being able to experience it on the other side. Don't get me wrong. They're doing just fine for themselves, but the bottom line is, Football Sundays are so beautiful and watching it from the comfort of your own home. You can eat, you can do the whole nine yards, you drink, you're with the boys. It brings people together. I look out at these players and I kind of feel bad for them that they don't get to experience it the way we get to experience it. So I, I, I would like to go in just the kind of the behind the scenes of the NFL, probably some ridiculous questions that are going to come from it, but ones that I know we all think of, um, And uh, yeah, I mean, let's bring him on Christian Kirk. He's two years down in the NFL by now um, and uh, seems like a real good guy. We connected and and let's get after it. Let's talk some football. There's a certain buzz in the air and, uh, you know, let's go for this shit right here. We're going to bring on the big fella himself, wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals, Christian Kirk coming in hot. Let's give a nice. Let's give a real nice ovation for the big fella right there. Mr. Christian Kirk, checking in. Mr. 1-3, talk to us. How we doing there, champ? What's up, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you okay. I got to tell you, you Christian, the, the turnaround time, okay, from the time that that first DM hit from me to you to getting you on the show is very impressive. Efficient. Now, Efficiency. What, it is very, very efficient. What was it? Because I'm looking at my stories and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did Christian Kirk <laughs> get on? Is it is it the golf that got you? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of my uh, bunch of my boys follow you, and uh, they put me on your page a, a while ago, actually. And you know what's funny? It was actually your your trivia video that went viral. Is that what got? Is that what got you? Was the trivia video? Because I actually yeah. thought that it was the golf. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's part of the golf too. But we go golfing, and you know they're all come on now, Bob. New, new room, new Bob. And I'm like, what the, what, I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? And they're That's like, all- oh, you haven't seen. They're like, you haven't seen that video? I'm like, oh, we got to show you this video. So they showed it to me. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is gold. So I followed your page. And then we'll follow you, look at the videos and whatnot. And so, yeah. So are we, is it safe to say, are we making our way around the Arizona Cardinal locker room there, Christian? Oh, yeah. I, 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 oh, yeah. Easy. I, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was talking to uh, a couple of our guys. I'm like, yo, do you follow uh, Robbie Berger on Instagram? Brilliant. 
I'm like, yeah, bro, I love, I love this shit. It's hilarious. Well, oh, that I yeah, tell I'm you, going, I'm going to the show tonight. Because you came to me, you said big fan. I said, I'm the one watching you on Sundays. Yeah, it, I mean, it's crazy how it worked out. I literally, I was sitting on the couch last night. Yesterday was our off day. And uh, I just got done watching some film. And I was literally watching your story. That's and phenomenal, then you had, Christian. You had DM me, and I'm like, what? I, I don't know if I had, like, accidentally sent you something or what. And I'm like, that's so random. That is. Now, you're a golfer, no? I am. So let me ask you this. How long have you been golfing for, Christian? I picked up the sticks in February. Oh, so this is pretty recent. Pretty recent, but I've I've I don't usually brag on myself, but I'm yeah, no, let good, it rip. I've gone pretty good pretty fast, and all, all my boys hate me for it. Because it, I actually saw the swing that you had, and that is a smooth looking swing. It's getting there. Now I wonder, had you been golfing before when you get ready to get come even all the way back to draft day, I'm wondering if you were golfing at the time, if you're thinking, I kind of want to go to a team where I'm going to be able to golf a whole lot, you know, all year round to where Arizona, I mean, you being from there, it kind of just worked all out for you. Now you got golf year round. Exactly. And that was the thing. It was like everybody around me was golfing. I went to Texas a and It didn't really didn't really pay attention to it, whatever. Didn't really have an interest in it. When I came back, the whole locker room goes. I mean, if you That's play huge. out here, the whole locker room, the coaches, everybody, they go. Now, does Larry so, Fitz lead the charge in that? Because he's a big golfer. I always see him at the, uh, the, you know, the different charity events, the whole nine yards. Yeah, so when Fitz was here and Patrick Peterson was here, those two kind of led the front with that. And they were the two avid golfers they're playing in all the pro amateur stuff the celebrity tournaments and can i be honest with you christian after hearing that you just picked up the sticks and seeing the swing i i'm i'm kind of bothered by it (laughs) i am i mean that is that that's insane now let me ask you the the for you is it amazing okay because i always wonder like us being fans of of the nfl outside looking in okay is it amazing to you the just the buzz leading up to an NFL season. You don't get it in baseball. You don't get it in NBA, not nearly the way that NFL gets. Can you feel the buzz too? Oh, for sure. I mean, it, there's so much that goes into it. You know, if, if you make the playoffs and you go to the Super Bowl, you're done in February, um, you know, but we have an off season. We're one of the few, I think we're the only professional sport that has an actual mandatory off-season program. And so, you know, we go in in May and June and, you know, you're practicing, but you're not playing. And so you got to go in and then you have another month, a month and a half off. And so this is so much that leads up to going into it. And then now we're in preseason training camp where we're right now. We're going into week three of training camp, getting ready for our first preseason game. And it's just like, it's just so many hurdles you got to get through to actually step on the field for week one. And when week one comes around, it's like it's it's on. And you can just feel the intensity and the level of play of guys just go through the roof. So let me ask you, Christian, Christian Kirk wakes up on a Sunday morning. OK, NFL season week one is I mean, are the juices just flowing? Oh, yeah, it never gets old. It, it, it literally it never does. Do you think there will ever be anything that compares to it? I've always asked myself that and. Like, I know guys that have, you know, 
got done and retired and you know they've done some other things like i don't know go bungee jump off a cliff or go skydive you think to try and get that rush yeah like it doesn't compare i guess i guess you could say the only thing would be i don't i guess if you go to the military and they're taking live rounds coming at you but i i mean i don't even know like i don't know what, what you would what you would do to compare you know they're like, you know, everybody up here in the locker room, you're about to go run out of that tunnel and go out on the field. I mean, there's nothing that compares to it. Now, this may seem like a ridiculous question, Christian, okay? But what would you prefer, okay? You did Texas A&M, big program. They go nuts about mm-hmm. their football, okay? You got the marching band. You got the whole nine yards. You got classmates in there, whole nine yards. Yeah. Receiving a big – having a big touchdown in college – or having a big touchdown in NFL. Cause I, I think a lot of people say, Oh, it's gotta be the NFL, but college, you got the band buzzing. What would you prefer? What's a bigger adrenaline rush? Oh man, that's tough. It, it's hard. I mean, for most guys, you know, I'm, I'm part of a, a small group that got to play in front of 110,000 people in college. So when you score, Stadium, yeah. Yeah. When you score in Kyle field, I mean, there's only like, five other schools in the country that have that so you know that's that's you know pretty exhilarating but you know when you're doing it in the nfl i guess the best of the best at the highest level you know i still think nothing compares to that because i mean we all play football as kids i as a kid from five years old i knew this is what i wanted to do and so when you're doing it in the nfl it's uh it's it's a cool thing now see you know the other stuff i i always think of this like I, I, I'll even I keep you away from the X's and O's. Okay, you're getting enough X's and O's, but even it, yeah, I'm I'm here for you, Christian. Yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> even if you okay, let's say you have a real big game. Okay, the beauty of football is you have a big game that whole week. You got seven days till you get another game, so you got to be living the dream throughout that week till food's got to taste better. You got to be sleeping better after a monster game and a dub. Oh yeah, for sure. He just, I mean, you, I would say you, you ride high for a good three to four days after that. And then, you know, the game plan for the next week comes out and you got to kind of let that go and, you know, get ready for the next following week. But, you know, I remember this past season, I scored two touchdowns on Monday night against Dallas. And the first time I did that and it, it, you know, it definitely feels good. You know, it definitely does. And is there a certain, like, is there even more of a buzz for these primetime games? Or even, you know, you'd say you, if you go into Dallas, you, uh, Sunday night football games, Monday night football, you know your mainstream. Is there a little bit different of a buzz there? 100%. You know, especially for us, you know, being in Arizona, we're not a big market team. You know, you go to, you look at Dallas, LA, New York, teams like that that play on in primetime four to five times. Uh, season, you know, we get, you know, two, if that. And so, you know, you got guys that can make a name for themselves, you know, going out there on Monday, Sunday night, they have a big game. Now the whole country knows about them. Guys are drafting them on their fantasy team. Oh, I never heard of this guy. I never even watched Arizona until, you know, I turned on this game on Monday night. I see this guy, you know, sacking the quarterback five times or he scored two touchdowns. And so 
guys definitely there's definitely some sort of uh, incentive when you play those primetime games. You're right. A lot of big name, a lot of guys have really come alive for those, and kind of that's where you get familiar with the name as one of these blow up games. Sunday night, Monday night football. For sure. Now yeah. you mentioned the you mentioned the fantasy football. Okay, I I always wondered. You guys got to have, especially with, I almost feel like football's gotten even bigger than it was because of fantasy. You got to have, you have an idea of what you're projected in the whole nine yards. I I honestly don't like. You don't, you you will not check the projections. No, no, no. Like only time I'll ever put my eyes on it or see it is if like I get tagged in something on Twitter or Instagram. Like, yeah. You know, I, or I drafted you here or like, oh, you're projected here. Or, you know, you have somebody call you or tell you like, hey, in my draft, you know, everybody's got you projected. But like, I don't I don't ever like seek it out or like come across it on my own. And does that even go does that even go for like even if you look at like different spreads that people put out on on who's favored, how much they're favored by? Do most teams have an idea of where they're expected to be in different spreads to where you could kind of use the spread to fire you up if Vegas disrespects you? <laughs> uh, nah, I like sometimes we'll joke about it. Like, oh shit, they got us, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, mine or plus, plus whatever. But, you know, sometimes we'll joke about it. If we see it come across the board or whatnot, or, you know, I, I, I'll even joke around. Like there'll be times where, you know, on good morning football, they have the fantasy ticker and it'll be like, who to sit this week and you're number one on the list. Like, damn, like, <laughs> well, damn, I guess I'm not going to have any, any, any catches or yards to, to, this week. So, you know, you see that and you're like, all right. But, you know, it's, half the time it's so like on or off because, you know, they're outside looking in and they're just projecting based off of, you know, yeah. analytics. And so we see it every week in football. You know, you got a guy that's supposed to only go for two catches and has seven for 150 yards, you know, just that's football. Now, you see, also, too, you must have, like, does it ever cross your mind, okay, you score a big touchdown, okay, you have a lot of these deep balls, Kyler throws you a deep ball or whatnot, in the back of your head, you're like, wow, I just really hooked up some fantasy owners? I don't, I would say, I don't think about that as much as, like, if it's the fourth quarter and I only got, like, three catches and it's just a slower game for me, I'm like, damn. That, oh, that's the one that gets you. I'm like, there's going to be some people blowing up <laughs> on us. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> I already know it's coming. And we all know it's coming. Like, we all know, like, if it's a slower game for us, and it won't even be a bad game, you know? Like, right, sometimes right. The, the, game, the game play works out that way. Ball goes the other way. You just, you have three catches, you have two catches. But, you know, people think you just you just suck. And so they, they automatically come in at your, your throat. See, yeah, now now we discussed having a good game and how good that that week is going to it. On the contrary, okay, if you have a bad game and you guys have to face the media, are you are you dreading it? Do you go into the locker room and you say, ah, shit, now I got to go out and face the media? Not really. I mean, it's part of the job, like, and we've all had bad games. Like, it's no different than – being in peewee football and you have a bad game you you get in the car and your dad's cussing you out like you you do the same thing as a kid like damn my dad's gonna rip me a new one because i fumbled the ball like it's just it's it's the same thing so i mean we we all know how to deal with it and you just got to be a grown man about it like hey today wasn't my day but 
thank God we got 16 games in a season, and I'm sure I'll make up for it in the next, you know what I mean? Do you think there's a certain art, Christian, to dealing with the media? There's got to be to some level, no? No, there is. I mean, if you uh, if you aren't comfortable with talking to people like face-to-face or um, you're not used to the bright lights, because there's like hundreds of cameras and lights and people taking pictures, whatever. If you're not comfortable in that space, you can definitely get lost a little bit and you can start talking and rambling, forget what question they even asked you. And so there's definitely uh, like an art to it, but you just got to, you got to handle it like it's a normal conversation. Right. And do you, is it, is it kind of like, even like in a way, like internet trolls to where sometimes they're just kind of trying to bait you and you're never going to, if you respond in a bad way, it's like, you're never going to win. Nothing positive is ever going to come out of it. Yeah. My, my strategy is I usually give them a lot, but I don't give them anything. I love it. I I kind of, kind of play the game. I love it. I love it. Gotta play the game. To me, you know who like, um, I don't know if you're a baseball guy, but somebody who just totally was was a mastermind with the media, somebody like a Derek Jeter. Yeah. To where he just gave you – he was one of the most boring post-game interviews <laughs> of all time, and, right. and it worked. Nobody was ever – you know, the media kind of laid off of him a little bit. He never gave them anything, and, yeah. he, and he kept it that way. Yeah, and, and that's that's got to be your plan, like – if you if you can kind of just you're still in the media, but you just kind of laying low and just kind of getting your way through, that's the perfect way to to get by. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt the Burnley Dump Show to let you know that the Burnley Dump Show is brought to you by our good friends over there at Mac Weldon. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk daily wear, premium daily wear, you're talking about Mac Weldon. The daily wear system is a selection of clothes over at Mac Weldon rooted in smart design made with performance fabrics and built to work together. Breathable t-shirts, polos, they do it all over there at Mac Weldon. I actually got these shorts that they sent me. Fits me like a fucking mitten. I've just been gliding in these things and I wear them all the time probably won't take it off for quite some time they're durable day by day you don't got to throw those suckers in the wash every hour beautiful shorts beautiful clothing premium product premium people buy some time this summer with with Mac Weldon for the daily wear system for 20% off your first order visit macweldon.com slash dumb and enter promo code dumb that's macweldon.com slash dumb Promo code DUMB for those of you who may be dumb out there. Use 20% off DUMB, Mac Weldon. It ain't a game no more. They take care of you guys food-wise? What, do you get a little food allowance or something? We got a – so we stay in a hotel in Glendale right across the street from the stadium. Gotcha. And uh, so they transport our whole facility in Tempe all the way out here. So we have our full kitchen, our, all our chefs, our weight room, training room, everything. Now, that's got to be pretty nice. Do they do like a pre-game spread for you guys? Is there a pre- and yeah. post-game spread? Pre- and post-game. Pre-game is usually the healthy stuff. Post-game, I mean, Canes, and an out burger. I mean, we get, we get whatever. You know, what's, you know what's probably nice, Christian? I think about this, especially with NBA players, football players, too. You guys go out there, and you're probably burning so much <laughs> calories to where by the time the game's done, I mean, you guys got to be able to just whatever you want, you have at it. Oh, I'm usually like I'm a healthy eater. Like I, I we have to, you know, somewhat be on a on a on a good yeah. nutritional diet. But after the game, it's it's floodgates are open. I mean, 
whatever you what whatever you want. I'm a, anything that I'm craving, I go after. I go crazy. You let it rip. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, we had a a two and a half hour practice the other day, and you got guys. I mean, myself, I lost six pounds. You got guys losing eight pounds in a practice. It's insane. You got to get it back somewhere, so you just got to eat it all back. That's how. How hard is it, okay? Like, I even think of you guys after these games, how banged up you guys got to be. How hard is it? I almost think I don't want them to take it away. The selfish side of me being a a fan, we love the Thursday game because it gives us a whole nother night of football. Right. But with that being said, you guys leave a Sunday game, okay? And then you got to bounce back for Thursday is it, I mean, because you do see Thursday games, people are dropping like flies. Is there definitely something to that because you don't have enough recovery time? 100%. It's awful. I mean, we, uh, this past year, I remember we played the Rams on Sunday. We had to turn around and play Seattle on Thursday night in Seattle. Oh, geez. That just yeah. said that. That's, it sounds yeah. exhausting <laughs> as, especially going into Seattle. It, it just hurts. I mean, we played them late in the year. It was November. It was cold. And, you know, we had no choice but to just, we couldn't even, we don't even practice really. We just walk through. It's just all jog through tempo. And you got guys limping around on Wednesday, you know, getting on the plane and got to be ready to go on Thursday. So it's a quick, it's a quick turnaround and it's tough on your body because, you know, we, we don't even get back, you know, if we play Sunday to Sunday, we don't even get back on the field going full speed until like Wednesday, Thursday, maybe. And so it takes it takes guys a good three to four days to fully recover after a game. Do you think, I mean, is there guys going in Sunday from the time the season starts? Is it kind of safe to say that you're never really at full strength? Our strength coach always gets up the first day of camp at our orientation meeting and says, Welcome to your last day of feeling healthy. Jesus, Jesus. That your makes me tired day. in itself right there, Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to your last day of feeling good for the next six months, and it's it's the truth. It's unbelievable. But then again, you know, you think as as the fans, we're so selfish to where we just want that Thursday game to where it's us. It's like, you know, you feel bad for the guys that are in there, but we just want right. the fan experience so much to yeah. where I'll, I'll be honest with you, Christian. I actually, I feel bad in the sense of, Waking up on a Sunday morning for football Sunday. Okay, I got my tradition. I go, I get an omelet. I get breakfast, potatoes. We make a whole thing out of the Sunday to where I feel bad that you guys don't get to experience that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So come your bye week, do you do that? Is it the full Sunday or you don't even want to bother with football come the bye week? I enjoy it. So it's split 50-50. I personally enjoy watching football. Like, I'll, I don't make a game day out of it, but I do enjoy, like, sitting down and just watching other guys. I got friends all over the league. So I yeah, try to that's catch true. As many, you know, catch as many games as uh, as I can of them or, you know, possibly go and go and watch them or even go to one of their games. But I usually try to stay away from all that. But I'll, I'll stay at home and, and watch some of my homeboys play. But I remember in, uh, in college, you know, the same thing. It was we had a bye week, and I think we went to, like, I don't know, the University of Texas, or we went to like Oklahoma. A couple of my, my boys did a little road trip and we went down there, we tailgated. I'm like, so this this is what you guys do every weekend. We're, you know, we're, yeah. we're getting ready. We're in the locker room, stretching in the hot tub, trying to get ready. And I know, I know 
game days are fun. But like by by no means like do I ever like you know complain about the the Thursday games or whatnot. Like I said, like it's our job. We we right. we all signed up for this. If we don't want to do it. Yeah, and, you know, you're – and I definitely get that. Yet at the same time, though, the Thursday game, that is like to watch – when you're watching these guys drop like flies, it's like you do – it's it's a little – it's tough. No, for sure. For sure. No, it's not – it's not easy. But usually, I will say in the past, when we've had that Sunday to Thursday turnaround, we usually get a bye week after so. Right, yeah, guys. You kind of just keep your fingers crossed. You make it out of there healthy, and then you get a whole like ten days to relax and kind of recoup. Yep. You ever see Red Zone, Christian Kirk? NFL Red Zone. Oh, that that's the one with the the four with, screens with Hanson. He does. Yeah. He's I an mean, animal. He's unbelievable. He will yeah, take you game to game, update to update, and then you know you have Christian Kirk on your fantasy team. He transfers you over to Arizona. And you know a big play is about to go down that already just yeah. happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful Are you a red thing. Zone guy? What's that? You're a red zone guy? Gotta be. You, you yeah. gotta. And another thing, you know, for me, Christian, watching the games on Sunday, I actually like usually, you know, I don't shut up. I like people talking. And come right. Sunday, I like being with the guys that really don't say much because we just like to lodge it and just enjoy it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we you have, have two to. different Sundays, you and me. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I, I would definitely say our Sundays are a little different, but but similar in a sense. Yeah. Well, I got news yeah. for you, and I got one more thing for you, and then I'm going to let you go. Um, you're a friend of the pod now, Christian, so I, I will be pulling for you. The Brilliantly Dumb Faithful will be behind you Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, locked in on that. you, man. I appreciate that, man. Hey, I, I know you uh, – you reside in LA, so I'd love to have you out to a game. We come out there and play the Rams if you if you want to come out, you and whoever. I, I got you. You're more than hey, welcome. I I could give Red Zone a break for for a week, no question about it. I'll hold you to that. That would be awesome. Oh, of course. And then as as long as you do that, then we got to get on the course after. Done deal. Well, you know, we'll have a whole we'll make a whole weekend out of it, Christian. We, we could, yeah, we could do that. That's easy for me. I like that a lot. Hey, the last thing I want to ask you before I let you go, okay? From what you've seen in the league, top five guys can't say an Arizona Cardinal because I know you'll be a little biased towards them to Kyler, DeAndre. Yeah. Top five guys in the league that just blow you away, that these guys are just on another level. Any position? Any position. Uh, I would say number one because we see him two times a year, Aaron Donald. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This guy's uh, unbelievable. It's a different, it's a whole different beast out there. Uh, Patty Mahomes, yeah, for sure. I'll say like Patty Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, like that sure. that duo. You know, playing against them and and, and for the first time was crazy. Um, right now, I gotta go. And he's one of my close friends too, and just got a big contract. Josh Allen, he's killing it right now too. Look at you. Look at this. Josh Allen. Okay, big for uh, Buffalo right there. Big for Buffalo. Aaron Rodgers, then another on one, another one where it's just he makes those plays and it's like, I mean, come on, you can't stop it, you can't, yeah. you can't, it's unbelievable. 
Do you um, feel do you feel bad for like the guy, the offensive tackle going against Aaron Donald? Like, do you feel bad for him through that week to where you guys are kind of cracking jokes on him? Like, you better be ready. Uh, it's it's not even it's not even one guy because Aaron will get up and walk around like and he'll 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 test he'll test every guy on the line and he'll he'll find one guy he gets a little win against and then it's all out the rest of the game. And I mean, the whole game plan is how do you stop 99? How do you not, how do you get him to not ruin the whole entire game plan? Well, I, I'll tell you what, Christian, again, whoever you're going up against, you, you got the faithful in your corner and you say the word, you come out to LA, we'll get some golf out there. We'll go to a game, whole nine yards. I'm ready for you. Let's do it. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, much appreciated, man. Until next time, okay? Yes, sir. You take care. Take care, Christian. All right, folks, there you have it. Christian Kirk himself, you know, somebody like that, whenever these athletes or something, you get them to come on to the show, um, and especially if they're fond of you, it's hard not to root for him. I mean, I will be pulling for Christian Kirk, and to be honest with you, I'll I'll probably get him on my fantasy team just to ensure that I have him. I'll probably do it a few rounds early, too. Easy guy to get behind. Part of the brilliantly dumb faithful. Now, and I know the brilliantly dumb faithful – We'll be a part of Team Christian Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, no voicemails this week. We're back to the voicemails next week. We're going to keep some different interesting interviews rolling through, keep the characters rolling through. This is what we do. I appreciate you and love you for the support. We'll see you folks next week. Take care. Be safe. Hum now. Really?